0: You are listening to The Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Hello, my dear friends. I hope all of you are doing well and hanging in there. I want to take a minute before we jump into today's meditation class to invite each of you to attend my upcoming Spring Equinox Virtual Meditation Retreat. I'm really, really looking forward to this. This is the second virtual retreat I've done this year. It is coming up on Saturday, March 20th. And y'all, this is a mini retreat. It is two and a half hours long. And I did this really intentionally for a couple of reasons. The first of which is I get so many notes from you guys telling me that either you are new to practice or you are coming back to meditation practice after falling away for a while. And so I wanted to create some events that feel accessible. Right. Two and a half hours. I promise you, this is doable. You never are seated in meditation for longer than 30 minutes, period. So if you have done one of my Thursday classes, you're already there. Right. We're going to do two and a half hours total. It is a great way to introduce yourself to the practice of retreating. It is an amazing way to support an already deep practice, just giving you a little nudge to fall deeper. And if you've been following along the last couple series, you know everything we have been talking about is carrying our meditation practices deeper. And when we hit these seasonal times of year, the solstices and the equinox, they are in essence nature's way of saying, hey, pause, take stock, pay attention. Are things going the way you want them to go? are you looking, listening, feeling to what needs attention? So if this is speaking to you, I hope you will take a minute, go to the show notes, you can click on the link right there. You'll get to read about What the Retreat Entails, this is really based in the elements this year. We'll be focusing on lessons from nature, from the universe to really infuse our meditation practice. It is by donation. So there's a suggested price which supports me and my work and I appreciate, thank you. And I want you to do this regardless of your financial situation. If money is tight right now, I get it. Donate what you can. Don't think twice about it. Come sit and be in community. I would love it. If you register by March 10th, you get a little tiny welcome gift in the mail that will be part of our retreat practice. So be sure to click on the link, check it out, register by March 10th, and let's practice virtually face-to-face. I can't wait to see you. Let's get into today's class. I'm actually really excited about this month's series guiding us towards thinking about mindfulness in any other aspect of our life, especially where we feel a tug or a call for change. Because what's what's nice about the practices that we're going to focus on this month is that they are incredibly balancing and stabilizing in the body. The practices that we're focused on this month are all about balance and harmony. And so before we start thinking about change or evolution or growth, we want to make sure that we're looking at it from a really stable whole place versus a knee jerk to a bad day, a bad month, a bad year you know, whatever it might be, right? So the, these practices that we're going to do in this month of March, I hope, um, really set us up to be feeling mindful and awake as we make decisions about how we want our lives to look. So the series this month is about the elements. And it's it's a little, yeah, I'm so glad somebody clapped. Thanks, Kristen. <laughs> I'm excited too. And it's a little bit of a left turn from what I would call our norm. And, you know, I'm going to set it up a little bit by saying, and some of you already know this if you read my newsletter, but I'm releasing an app later this month that I'm so excited to share with y'all. Thank you. And um, the app is also a left turn from what we do here in this class right? So the app is called Shoreline and it is nature-based. Everything in this app is nature-based. And it's this way because in truth, that's my personal practice. That's what I have been doing the last couple of years that has really, for me, felt healing and evolving and regenerating. And so I want to bring some of these nature-based practices into what we're doing here in this class, in this podcast, so that you get a taste for it this month, right? One of the reasons I like this, you know, the way, the lens that I teach from is mindfulness, right? This is my, this mindfulness is what allowed me To understand meditation, I had tried. I had seen so many different teachers. I cannot even tell you. I did all the workshops. And I just always left feeling like I don't actually know what's supposed to happen in the experience of meditation. Because all that was happening for me is I was closing my eyes, forcing myself to sit still. And like thinking at a rapid fire pace about like, do I look like I'm meditating? Am I doing a good job? What is supposed to be happening? Should I just be like answering emails at this time? And it was only when I found mindfulness that it made sense to like the logical part of my brain. And so the brain that is good at working and good at making plans and organizing and thinking through things, that part of my brain finally was like, Oh, got it. So that's how I normally teach. However, that same logical planning, thinking brain sometimes really struggles with mindfulness because the whole idea with mindfulness is I'm going to get into a place where I can observe the thoughts that are happening rather than be tangled in them. But with our big old powerful, loud brains, sometimes those thoughts are so loud and so busy that it's a ton of practice and work in letting go to be able to drop beneath them. And so then what happened was I started practicing with teachers that teach out of the tantric lineage. And while it's more esoteric and I'm gonna say less logical, the gift of it was my brain was no longer the focus, right? In Tantra practices, it's not so much about the thought process. And sometimes I find it can really be a gift to come into meditation almost like through a back door. So rather than come in through the brain and drop down, it's like I'm coming in through the back of the heart and hanging out and the brain's not even in the picture, right? So this is the lens that we're going to be looking at meditation from, at least for the month of March. Now, I want you to think for a minute about the last time you pulled up Google Maps or Waze or whatever map function you use. And I'm pretty sure you can at least get a vague image of it in your brain pretty quickly, right? There's like green blobs for parks and green space and gray is usually like developed space roads are a myriad of colors lakes are blue you know pretty basic right and we don't need a key to tell us what those things mean we can look at this map we've seen enough maps in our lifetime that we can get a glance or a a brief comprehension of this is the lay of the land and here's how i'm going to get to where i'm trying to go and in the same way ancient meditation practitioners created maps of their journeys and left them for us so that as we land here in our practice with an idea of where we would like to go there are keys that give us some sense of i'm on the right path this is making sense i'm not crazy right and originally you know with ancient practitioners the word used was always enlightenment Right? If, you're, if you were going to say there was a goal to meditation, the goal was perhaps enlightenment, which is an, a fancy way of saying to end suffering. Right? They were interested in how do I end suffering? And, you know, maybe we would, maybe we wouldn't use the word enlightenment today, each of us individually. But I think for most of us, we would probably agree with some level of I'm looking to end suffering right? Even on the most minute scale of, I'd like less stress during my day. I'd like to be happier. I'd like to heal something or know myself better, right? We're working to move further on our journey to, to ourselves. And the ancient map left for us was a map that used the chakras. The chakras are energetic centers in the body. And depending on what school of thought you were in, there was a different number of chakras in different locations, and perhaps they were represented by different colors or different sounds. And yet there was a thread that remained consistent throughout. And this thread shows up in what's taught to be the symbiotic relationship between the outer world and the inner world, right? So in the same way that all map makers made their maps just slightly different, right? Like the symbols were a little different or the keys they use were just a little bit different. In the same way, perhaps the description of the chakras is different. But the functionality of them is the same. And the metaphor used to talk about them is one of the elements, right? It's like the way we would describe the outer landscape suddenly becomes the exact same way we'll describe our inner landscape through earth, through air, through fire, and through water. And if you think about how this might reflect, right, you can just take a minute to think through. So we'll think about air wind as something that sweeps through, blows away what's fallen down, clears paths. And fire, which burns away what's no longer serving. And water, which nourishes and lubricates and allows things to flow. And earth that provides the foundation for growth, for transformation, for regeneration. And we can see all of those elements inside as well. When you think about a healthy ecosystem, all the elements working together in tandem, right? This is a place of thriving. This is where we see prosperity, This is where we see the greatest diversity in species of plants and animals. And it's the same inside when all of these elements are present and working in tandem. This is when we experience prosperity. This is when we experience a diversity of experience within our own lives. The fullness of emotion, the fullness of of connection the fullness of healing, right? This is what it means to be prosperous in our lived experience. And so each week for the first four weeks of March, we're gonna look at one of the elements specifically. This week, we're starting with wind. And the element of wind is often taught to be in the heart center, right? And if you just think about wind, you know, when it mo- wind is moving through a space and what we're hearing is what the wind moves through. Wind itself doesn't have a sound, but as it moves, it moves through leaves and pine needles and around trees and through grasses and alongside buildings, over grass, plains. This is the sound. And so when we hear wind, what we're hearing is the sense of space. When we think of wind, we think of movement, not stagnation, not being stuck, but movement. When we think of the animals that ride on the wind, we think of a bird's eye view. We think of greater vision of insight or clarity. Maybe we think of Nina Simone, right? There's all of these connotations that arise with wind. Sometimes we described wind as howling or moaning or sighing or roaring, right? It has different voices, different temperaments. And so we call wind into the body. And this is really important because I'm going to cue you to imagine wind moving through your body today. And it does not matter if you really feel it. Okay? It does not matter. The practice is the intention of connecting to the elements. So especially when you're first working with this, if it feels a little forced, let that be okay. It does evolve as you work with it. So we're feeling wind move through the body and the experience I want you to have is an experience of A, clearing out. So it's like if a great gust of wind just blew right across your desk, fabulous. All the papers just got scattered and you have got a clean workspace. Wind also can be incredibly drying and we want wind to dry out Because it's setting up for fire, right? And if we want a fire to do its job, if we want it to burn away the dead weight, it's got to be dry, right? The practice we're going to do, we'll do it in just a minute here. The practice we're going to do was handed down to me from uh, my teacher, Tracy Stanley. It's a practice known as elemental purification. And we're going to do this same practice, I think, for all four weeks. And it goes through all four elements. I just want to talk about it for a second, and then we'll do it together. And so the four elements, wind, fire, water, earth, we're going to call each of them into our body. And to the best of your ability, I really invite you to call it in wholeheartedly. Like, don't hold back. It can be a lot of wind. It can be a lot of fire. It's not going to burn away the things you still need. It's burning away what you don't need. So wind, we already talked about, right? In the heart center, this is where it originates. This is where it moves from. And with each element, we're going to use what's called the beige mantra, which is like the seed sound okay so it's helping us to connect to the element and the seed sound for wind is yum so yum 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 and you're just silently repeating that and then we're going to drop down towards the navel center and in the navel center is fire this is quite literally digestive fire it's heat it's passion it's energy and fire is rum Ram, 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 Ram. And then we're going to drop down between the navel center and the pelvic floor. This is the gut, the center of intuition, the womb of creativity. And this is water. And water is Vam. Vam, 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 Vam. And then lastly, we drop right to the pelvic floor, right to the very root. And in the root is earth. Earth is lam. Lam, 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 lam. And so we'll go through these together as part of our practice tonight and we'll see how it feels, yeah? Let's take a minute to find a comfortable seat. So you'll sit with your legs crossed. You can sit in a chair with your feet flat on the ground. Let your hands rest down onto your lap. And when you're ready, you can let your eyes close. And together here, let's start with our breath. So take a nice big inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll just do that once more, inhaling deeply. Exhale it all out. Allowing your breath just to flow. Feeling easy inhales and exhales. Feeling yourself shift from whatever your day has been. into the luxury of this stillness. And you might even honor that transition just by silently saying to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you feel that intention settle in, maybe you can let go just a little bit more. Relaxing through your hips and your thighs. Lengthening up through your spine. feeling the crown of the head reaching up and back and softening down through the face maybe you feel your brows spread skin around the eyes soften the jaw and the inside of the cheeks, relax. Feeling a sense of space through the inside of the mouth. Perhaps you feel breath moving up and down the back of your neck. Relaxing from the base of the skull all the way down across the shoulders. And feeling your chest rise and fall as you breathe. Perhaps you just imagine the muscles in the chest letting go. And you feel breath down in your belly. And here too, relaxing through the muscles of the belly. feeling all your hard edges just start to melt. Perhaps you notice over time, your breath smoothing itself out. feeling the simple expansion and contraction of your breath. And as you feel that pulsation of breath, and bring to mind the sensations of wind. Maybe even imagining the feel of wind across your skin. And breath by breath, pulling that experience of wind inside. From the center of the chest out in all directions, the wind blows. Clearing off the surfaces. Drying out. And blowing away. And as we sit and we breathe, just silently to yourself at your own rhythm. Just start saying to yourself, yum, 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 yum. Allowing wind to blow. Allowing the mantra, yum, to move through the body. Just about a minute here. Gradually, this wind begins to fade. And your awareness drops down to the navel center. And you just feel that little spark of fire. The heat and energy of digestion of passion. And as you breathe, perhaps you see or feel that flame growing. Letting the flames spread out in all directions. Trusting that it burns away only what's no longer needed. Clearing space. letting the flames move through and silently to yourself. Rum, 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 rum. Rum, 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 rum. Feeling the vibration of the sound and the heat of the flames move through your body one minute. Gradually, the fire begins to diminish. As the flames peter out, perhaps you see smoke. You allow all the ash to fall to the ground. And on the wave of the next breath comes the rain. You feel water washing down through your body. Across every surface water flows. Always seeking the path of least resistance. Water moves through the body, cleaning, nourishing, lubricating, mm-hmm. until you feel yourself being swept into this easy fluid flow. and in the flow of the water and the breath, you silently say to yourself, Vom, 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 Vom. Gradually, the water trickles away. And your awareness rests at the very root of the body. And it's here that we feel and we find rich, fertile earth. Maybe you see dark, rich soil or perhaps you smell the smell of earth. Allowing yourself to feel filled with the potential for new growth. with all the nutrients, the nourishment and all the time needed for you to plant seeds and to watch them grow. as we rest in the depths of the earth for these last minutes you might just silently be saying lam 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 gradually letting go of the mantra, letting go of the visual, allowing yourself just to rest and breathe one last minute, feeling the effects of a healthy, balanced ecosystem. Perhaps you notice what prosperity feels like in your own body. Gradually here, feeling that breath again. And as your breath grows a little bit deeper, you start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. You feel back into the edges of the body here. And the breath grows deeper still as you draw your palms together. And tonight we'll rub our hands together, building some heat and some friction. Letting those hands be nice and warm. We're coming right back to that wind center. So the hands will stack on top of the heart. One on top of the other, right in the center of the chest. Letting the heat from the palms transfer through skin, through muscle, through bone, right into the center of the heart itself. Allowing ourselves just to feel the connection and balance of the elements in the body. One last breath here, deep inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. When you feel ready, you can drop your hands and blink your eyes open, releasing the practice. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, Email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L, at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.